What? All right, here we go. Everybody ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, John's trying to be professional, bro. Okay. God dang it. All right. Recorded live in Morgantown and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, and John Flowers. This is the Final Forecast. Welcome to the Final Forecast. This is Kevin Jones. Jay Flo. And we got our lovely co-host, Ashley. That's me. And Deshaun is somewhere traveling around the world. We don't know. <laughs> M-I-A. As usual. As usual. Maybe we should start a Twitter account for that. You know, instead of where's Waldo, where's Deshaun, and maybe like track him around, see if we can find him somewhere. We've been planning to record today for like a week now. And we've been begging Deshaun to tell us a time, and he just refuses to tell yeah. us a time. That is good for him for whatever reason. Not sure what the hell he got going on. <laughs> sometimes you can depend on people, sometimes you can't. He but doesn't care just, about us. He doesn't care. We back, bro, man. It's been a while. I uh, know. It's been it's been interesting listening to the <laughs> like the episodes we recorded and stuff. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I hate John. John wants negative feedback from everybody. He he can't handle positivity. I don't want negative feedback from everybody. Yeah, you I, do. I just want the truth. It is the truth. Everybody's like just giving us all this positive feedback and nothing negative at all. Like I know there's something bad about the podcast. Like KJ doesn't talk. That's bad. No one says anything about that. <laughs> I John's never heard. Nobody says nev- anything about it. <laughs> I never heard somebody complain because they get too many positive reviews. That is the most exactly. ridiculous Only thing ever. John. Yeah. Just, it seems like bots. They probably just bots. I don't know if they're real people or not. <laughs> bots. By the yeah. way, we should also let our listeners know that we all sound a little bit different. Obviously, we've got John down in Argentina right now. Probably not the strongest signal. And, of course, we're all Skyping from our homes right now together. So that's probably one of the reasons why we may not sound like we normally do. Uh, Argentina Wi-Fi is definitely <laughs> terrible. So. How is Argentina, though? We haven't spoken. hmm <laughs> Well. It's not, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, before, remember I told you, like, I can adapt to any environment? Mm-hmm. You know? so that's basically what happened. When I first got here, I, like... I was like, man, I'm going to get out of here after my two months. You know what I mean? <laughs> Are you having to take cold showers or anything? Uh, Sometimes, yeah. Ooh. Cold showers, they, they, they build character, though, so it's all good. <laughs> I remember John was, like, crying to me one night, and he was like, yeah, I can't wait to leave. Oh, my God. I was like, John, man up. <laughs> um, it's so sad that you get to travel around the world and not have the best of luxuries, but get to see different places. Boo hoo! Spoiled. He spoiled. That's what's hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You just get used once. You, once you get used to certain stuff, then it's, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like once you once you take cold showers for two months straight, then this is just an example. I don't take cold showers for two months straight, but once you take cold showers for two months straight, and you just get used to taking cold showers, and it's just 
becomes the way of life. You know what I mean? So when I first got here, it was, yeah, I was ready to go. I told KJ that I was probably going to leave. <laughs> you cried to me. <laughs> was cry. it that bad? It was actual tears. I heard it. It wasn't that bad. It was just, it's not what I was used to. I, I came from, you know, Paris, France to Argentina. It was kind of rough. Yeah. But it's, it's cool now to, like, make some friends. Teammates cool, coach is cool, the organization is great. Uh, it's, I'm good now. That's good. How are the people down in Argent- Argentina? Are they nice? Do they speak any English? That'd be rough. No, nah, they don't speak no English, so I have to, I have to brush up on my Spanish. I'm getting a little bit better. There you go. Don't no one asked me to speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> that was the next Come question. on. Yeah, I was gonna say. Just go ahead and speak some Spanish. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've only been there for two months, but go ahead. Say <laughs> say some words. Like what do you want me to say? Like, Whatever you would say in a regular conversation when you come to meet somebody. <laughs> How you say fuck out of here in Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I know the F word in Spanish now that I think about it. I don't know it either. I don't want to know the bad word. How funny is that? Did you study Spanish whenever you were in school, high school, or college? Either of you? Yeah, college too. Shout out to Brittany Frank. She, she was our Spanish t- tutor. Oh, no kidding. Oh, she was nice. Yeah, she was, yeah good. she was good. I literally took four semesters of Spanish between high school and college don't remember probably 25% of it. Like, it's one of those things, if you don't use it, you lose it, obviously. I don't think it would help you anyway. The The hardest thing is understanding what the what someone is telling you in Spanish, and they speak so fast. And mm-hmm. just, yeah. I think that's any language, though. Like, I don't think it would really help. But, I mean, it would help you talking to them, but them talking back, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I always wanted to travel around the world, but that's my biggest fear. Going somewhere where nobody speaks English and then you just have to roll with it. Like, that seems terrifying to me. You have to learn it. That's what, you know what I mean? That's that's what's good about it, though. That's how I adapted. True. So when the apocalypse comes, John's going to be ready because he knows how to adapt. Yeah, eventually. Speak another language to adapt (laughs) to the apocalypse. No, it's like whatever, what he was just saying. Like, you know, you take cold showers after a while, you start to adapt. And he's done this for so long now that he's adaptable, you know, as where most of us who just have lived in the U.S. our entire lives and not went anywhere else. Like, could you imagine if we lost all of our electricity and the grid went down and we had no running water? I mean, literally, we would die. We would die. That's that's the one thing I always like. I told John, like I, I admired about him because anywhere he goes, he does like he does know how to adapt to it. Because if I was in that same situation, I'd have been out. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'd have been out a month ago. <laughs> KJ's like, there's not a spa down the road. I can't get my massage. A, I'm out of here. I can't get a massage. I can't take my daily naps. I can't do that. I can't live life like that. That's just not what I'm about. I have this cot. I don't have a Tempur-Pedic. What am I going to do? KJ is a better situation, in my opinion. In your opinion, though. See, that's a, the that's a thing. Is Everybody's different, though. Like, some 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 things that you feel like you you would you could deal with is, is not for everybody, so. But isn't that, like, human nature to adapt? Like, yes. If, if, like you just said, like, if the if we... The grid shut down and you lost electricity and hot water and all that stuff. Wouldn't like you would adapt. Everybody would adapt. Like, yeah, of course. But that's a you talking about a dire situation now. Like life or death. Like, yeah, you talking about life or death situation. That, that's not. 
I, I don't feel like you can compare that with going overseas because you're willingly going somewhere. Right. You could easily go back to your exactly. comfortable situation. Wait, where if there was apocalypse and something was happening, that's out of your control. All right. You know so I mean? what if cell phones disappeared? You'd be able mm-hmm. to adapt. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Just be able to go back to whatever you were doing. Whatever you were doing before, yeah. It's crazy how, like, no one can go 10 seconds without being on the phone now. Yeah. It's and bad. it's crazy because a lot of us knew a life without a cell phone, but somehow we've forgotten it, you know? I don't know what these new generation kids would do, but I'll be straight, you know what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't know. You, you say that now, but you don't know, bro. Everything goes through your phone. You, you think about it, like, I feel like life, like the way life is set up now, like a lot of stuff goes through your phone, like social media, the way you get in contact with people, the way you keep up with people. A lot of it is through technology. Like that's that's how it is here, though. Like I don't have a phone. All I got is like Wi-Fi, so I can only use Wi-Fi. So I can't use it when I'm outside of the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there's no cell towers down there. Like you can't use a cell phone. I mean, there is, but I haven't gone through the process to. I'm oh, not do international? Cool. Yeah, I got you. So I had to adjust to that. So it's not really that big of a deal. It was a big deal for like the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Do they have pay phones down there or something like where you can use like an international calling card or something? They have pagers. <laughs> they pagers? Have <laughs> Y'all got pagers? <laughs> People got pagers down there? Nah, man. She she just said pay phones. I don't have a Well, yeah. If you, if you can't use a cell phone, I mean, there's not good cell phone yeah. service. I mean, I would assume they have pay phones, you know. No, people have phones. I just don't. I haven't signed up to get a phone. Okay, I see. Well, you might want to get on top of that because God forbid something happens to you and you need to get a hold of somebody yeah. and you're away from your, your place. God forbid. He'll figure it out. You are adaptable. JJ, what you been up to? Well, you know, living the house husband life. Just do dishes, work out. And, oh, um, you're a man that does domestic dog. work. Yeah, I know. Brittany's been cooking, so I've been seeing that. But yeah, she she cooks, she cooks. We so um. So you're not like the house dad. I am the house dad. What do you mean? I, like you do all? Like you clean the house? I walk the I walk the dog. Yeah, I clean up, do laundry. You enjoy doing that, so cut it up. <laughs> so you've been doing that. So nothing. Yeah. Changed. Bro, you're just doing the same shit. You better. But I'm doing a lot more though. I'm doing dishes now. I'm doing all <laughs> types of stuff. I'm stepping my game all the way up. What a good man. There's not a I lot know, of guys right? out there that do domestic stuff. That's facts. So well, good when you're for not you. the breadwinner right now. You gotta <laughs> any moment you might get kicked out of the house. That's so right. You gotta pull your gotta, weight. I gotta pull my weight. <laughs> I've, I've been good. Just been um working out, waiting to hear something. I thought I would have been gone by now, but you know, it is what it is. Had a couple different opportunities that um didn't go through, so I'm just still waiting. You're waiting for the right opportunity, or just any opportunity? You, I um, know you are about going <laughs> places. You probably had a a two hundred thousand dollar a month deal in Iraq or something. You just like, no. <laughs> well, I would. Would you go to? Well, you probably would. Let me not. <laughs> you would go to Iraq. <laughs> The, the basketball isn't bad though. Like you know, people that play in Iraq though, right? I've heard of people playing in Iraq, but I I personally would never do it. It's just some places I would never go. No, no matter the amount of money. 
200000 a month. To go to Iraq, bro? That's selfish, bro. That is a pretty <laughs> penny. That's a lot of money. That's selfish. You know how much fun we can have in Vegas? Don't be selfish, bro. Listen, the last time I tried to go to Vegas with John, he didn't even show up, so I don't want to hear your mouth. Everything's been good. Just um, I've been going to uh, you know, tailgates. I went to uh, tailgate the other day for um, West Virginia football game against Oklahoma, so that was pretty cool. I'll be missing that. That's one thing I'm missing from tailgates. I know and tailgates be lit. Yeah, you go to tailgates, Ashley? Huh? You go to tailgates? Of course I do. That's I mean, for part of my job, I crash people's tailgates. You know, you get drunk. Pretty much. Yep. I mean, is that what tailgating is <laughs> so all get about? Drunk at work. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not technically at work, but if someone's going to offer me a shot, I'm not going to say no. Thanks. But yeah, I mean, but I can't, I, I can't even talk about that game. I'm still heated over that sucker. That was messed up. John, what was you saying? Was that, were you talking about that game or another game was, you kept on talking about somebody getting like pushed out of bounds or something like that? That was the Oklahoma game. That was the Oklahoma game that you were talking about? Yes. It was ridiculous. The game basically just pissed me off. It was a good game from what I saw. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a good offensive game. Uh, defense came up with some big stops. We just weren't able to convert mm-hmm. on, on those stops. So it was basically just a matter of who scored more points and who had more possessions of the ball. You know what I'm saying? So it was a good game. People, I didn't like people were on Dana Hogerson so hard because... He was being, he was coaching very aggressive because I think he understood, like, we got to have a lot of possessions. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. They were on him about the onside kick and not kicking any field goals, like, early on or something like that. But, yeah, I love Dana. I, I appreciate how he coached. You know what I mean? I have nothing to say about how he coached. And if he would have got the onside. My thing, what I hate about what fans do, if something would have went the opposite way, like, if we would have got the onside kick, then he'd have been a genius. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since he didn't get it, and everybody's like, "Oh, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Like people always like say what they would have did if they was in that position, but like they don't know how hard it is to coach at any level, let alone college, high level college football. Like that's a whole different animal. Well, people think that they know best, no matter what the case may be. Exactly. You know what I mean? And they don't know how to play. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. never, that's, that's what kills me. Yo. But like, I never played a sport a day in their life, don't have an athletic bone in their body, just come out the woodwork and just start bashing people. Why didn't he dunk that? You get your ass out here and dunk it. <laughs> Yo, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's You're what five I'm foot two. Good luck with that. <laughs> Since since we're on that topic, do you think like do you think it's right for people who have never played a sport to commentate on it? That's a really good question. Because I because all right, I get it. If you watch the sport from like an outside perspective and you and you have knowledge of it, I get that. But if you've never been, if you've never played at any level, at least like high school or college, and you're like com- commenting on what other people should do and what you expect from other people, I just feel like that's kind of hard. That's, I feel like kind of like that's me going into somebody else's job that I've never done before, have no experience in actually doing it and commenting on what they could have did better. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And I mean, I guess people do get paid to be analysts. You know what I mean? They know the sport. They've studied the sport, et cetera. But I think that's also why a lot of media outlets now are hiring former players to do the commentating exactly. because they know better than just about anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think they can. It's just studying the game, you know what I'm saying? But some some people who never played might have more knowledge on the game than people that do play. So. That's true. This is true. But there's nothing worse, though, than especially sideline reporters in football, especially they're out there asking the most asinine questions. And it's like, dude, either do your research, do your job, something. But you're just making yourself look like an ass because clearly you don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's the worst. Back to the game, though. The refs. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. That's the I'm not mad at Dana. I'm not mad at the team. I am mad at those refs because that was horse shit. I'm not going to say that we lost the game because of the refs. I'm not going to say that at all. But they right. left, okay. They definitely didn't call it both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, they definitely didn't give us a fair shake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they owe you for sure. Yeah. You know I mean, mean, giving him a hard time because he, he kept pushing the guy out of bounds well, no kidding. You play till the whistle, number one. Number two, he can come back into the game. He's he's a defensive player. You know what I mean? So you should keep pushing him until you're, you know what I mean, you are you know it's safe to let go. That Yo, was crazy. I literally woke up the next day, and that was on my mind. Like, I've never seen that call before. Like, Mm-mm. someone, you can't block someone out of bounds. Like, he's out of the play. Like, what the fuck difference does it make? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and if you're going to call something, call unnecessary roughness, which is, you know, 15 yards for where the ball went to. So we were at the one-yard line. It should have been pushed back to the 16, not the spot of the foul. Like, it was the most crazy thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was there, and I got up, and I walked out. I was so angry. I've never been so angry. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't like when people like kind of like bring referees or saying oh, it was because of the refs that we lost. But I did see some calls that definitely were missed. And but at this point, I feel like with West with West Virginia being in the Big Twelve, we just got to play like three times better than our opponent. I to, said that. So you agree win. with that then, right? I do like, agree. Yeah. It's as, like as it's like we're not as, part of the good the the good old boys group, you know. What I mean, exactly. we've been in this conference together for so long, you know, and and we're not big money Texas and Oklahoma, mm-hmm. so we have to work that much harder to make ourselves better, you know. Exactly, and I think that's what comes back to when we had um the episode with uh Javon, and I was talking about the basketball and how we uh we just got in the conference. And it's kind of like, I don't know, kind of like the thing where earning your stripes or whatever like that. And you you might not get the benefit of the calls that the other Big 12 teams are going to get just because we're still fairly new to the conference. Yeah, I, re- I really believe that. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is if Javon would have won those three Big East, I mean, uh, Big 12 championships instead of losing in the championship game, then we would have more leeway in the conference well i didn't say that you said that that came out of your mouth i don't think that it would have hurt no it definitely wouldn't have hurt no oh so both of y'all blaming javon cool no no nobody's blaming javon for anything we're blaming the refs for being unfair sometimes because you know we're low man on the totem pole that's all 
that game was uh, for the Big East Championship to see who plays in the, I mean, the Big 12 Championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoever was the winner play, uh, plays Texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Oklahoma and Texas are going to play. Yeah. That would have, yeah, that would have definitely, yeah, that would have put us on the map for sure. I'm on a conspiracy theory, honestly, because it's like, you know, how how high up could this possibly go? You know, <laughs> it's Oklahoma and Texas. That's a big money game. They're right next to each other. Fans are going to, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to fill up a stadium with that. So that is that why? Yeah. So, like, is that why this happened? Maybe? I don't know. It's kind of, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you could come up with all types of theories, but it's hard to to say what what happened yeah maybe we'll never know maybe it's just yeah maybe it's just bad refs who knows <laughs> <laughs> maybe dude got when they first of all the refs didn't call the helmet to helmet call i mean crowning or whatever the call is i don't know a lot about football i think it was crowning mm-hmm. like like a pregnancy that's what they call it when <laughs> having a baby right crowning I anyway. think it's helmet to helmet, but go ahead. Yeah, I think you take you a good the first time. crowning. That sounds I can't know. Never I was mind. like, isn't that there. isn't that during pregnancy? Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. what did you talk about? <laughs> so first they didn't call the helmet to helmet. And then on the sideline you saw a dude, I don't know his name. Oh, uh Sims. I think it was Sims. Yeah, shout out to him. Uh, he was wilding on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Cause he wanted to get in, and that's a big game, man. I, I felt I felt for him though when you getting told that you can't come back in during a big game like that. And I think he's like one of their more important players. So of course he was hot. Looking at it though, like I was thinking, like, dang, like, is it worth? Is it worth it? Like, you know what I mean? Coming back in the game and risking your health. He, like, I don't think he was thinking about the long time, long term effects of. Yeah. How this- she uses in the moment of the, the game, you know what I'm saying? So I couldn't even be mad at him. He was wild. Yeah, definitely. I definitely don't think it's worth risking your health or even your life for that matter. You know, concussions are serious business. It's not worth going back into what? Go to a Big 12 championship, which in the realm or scheme of things of your whole entire life, that's just, you know, one pinpoint. Like, I don't think that's worth it. So me personally, yeah. but I also don't play sports. So, eh. When you got a game of that like magnitude on the line, that's all you can think about is, is like going out and hoping your team win, especially if you're one of the main players. Mm-hmm. You, know? you don't want to feel like there's something you could have did to help the team that didn't happen. So I, I kind of feel them on that point. But you're right in the in the grand scheme of things, it's not that important. Yeah, I, I'm sure a, his adrenaline was like on a hundred too, so that probably right. didn't help. Yeah. All right, so as a coach and your players yelling at you, like, I'm good, I'm good. Hey, put uh-huh. him back in the game. Do you put him back in the game? I would have put no, him back if in he's game. not good. <laughs> he ain't good, I'm put, not putting him back in. I don't care how many times he says it. But he was good. Nah, bruh. So you would, John? You'd let him back in? Yeah, I'll put him back in. We all got to remember, John is the same person that say he will run the score up if his team was winning by 25 right, with 30 right. seconds left. So John has no integrity at all <laughs> on anything. It's not integrity. <laughs> it is. going to let your kid go out there if he just got hurt? Said he was good, bro. Like uh, We all say that <laughs> to <man>. play. <laughs> no. He don't just we, say it. You don't just say it so you can play. You say it because you're actually good. Like, 
What no, about because you feel like you're good. Yeah, exactly. And the adrenaline, like I said, is so high. You may think you feel good, but that may not be the case. And how would you feel as a coach if he goes out there and gets like, you know, a career ending injury like that would kill you concussion or anything. Something else could have happened because of the concussion. You know what I mean? He could go out there and get hurt even worse. And let's say that it ended up being career ending, you know, so what if? I guess it depends on what number of concussion he is. I think that was like, <laughs> if he if he's on his third one, it's not that bad. <laughs> like eight. What's the name of the movie? Varsity Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Just... Oh yeah, that's right. He hit his yeah. What's my man? Hey, whoever's listening, do not hire John as a coach. You hear this shit that he's saying right now. <laughs> What's, what's my man name on Varsity Blues? Bro? Are you talking about Billy Bob, the the <laughs> the big guy that got the concussion? Yeah, my man Billy Bob. He went back. He was straight. <laughs> yeah, right? totally. That's why he went out there and passed out. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> something wrong with you, bro. Billy Bob was visibly, like, messed up. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, that's the thing. In that movie, it was the opposite scenario. The coach was forcing him to go out there when he wasn't. He knew he wasn't ready. You know what I mean? He didn't feel comfortable, but he was forced to go out. Then that happened, which is even worse. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing too with concussions, is that sometimes you don't even know you have a concussion. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you I've could had get one. hard. You could get hard, and you could get hit hard, and just think it's a regular hit. And then after the game is over, you you figure out that you have a concussion. Like, yeah, uh-huh. I had a concussion before. I had this. Oh, you talking to Ashley or me? I know Ashley hasn't had a concussion unless she got. Nothing. I have. She just actually. said she had a concussion. Yes. <laughs> I was in a four wheeler accident and hit my head off the pavement, and I had a concussion. It was horrible. Oh snap! <laughs> you hit your head off the pavement. Yep. Yo, John. <laughs> Yo. That's serious funny. business. I took the t- I took the turn too fast. It was my dumbass fault, but it is what it is. Damn. I'm fine. Was I'm fine. Like a crash test on me, huh? Yeah, I know, right? I wasn't even wearing a helmet, which was even worse. Young and dumb. What can I say? How old were you? I was. Let's see, fifteen, fourteen, or fifteen. I don't know if I had a concussion before, but what I asked, I probably did. Yeah, <laughs> I had a concussion. Um, actually, during summer league, like my second year out of uh, college. Uh, one of my teammates like hit me with an elbow like right on top of my head, and I had a big ass knot on my head, and I couldn't I couldn't play. Yeah. The rest of the time, Vegas. I was tight. Yeah, in Vegas, I was tight. It was my I, second I mean, year out. Was that when I was out there? Um, I think Man. you might have been out there around that time. No, no, no. I played. I played when you when you were out there. I think it was the year before. You couldn't party or nothing, huh? I couldn't do nothing, bro. I had to stay. They told me to stay in my room with the uh, uh with the shades closed. Like I couldn't let any light come in the room. So I was, I was tight, and I was in Vegas. So. Really be, oh, that's rough. You don't really be partying or nothing anyway during summer league in Vegas. You be focused, motherfucker. I was yeah, trying to know. I was trying to get KJ go out, do something. Nah, man, I gave mother. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, I'm sorry I couldn't do that for you. <laughs> I'm selfish. Promoters like, yo, KJ, you gonna host this party at one got bottled. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> said that. God oh, forbid you... you go out there and do what you're supposed to do. I know, not, right? You know, go party. Yeah, Oklahoma game. I think that's it. It was some other 
calls that the refs miss, like after the after the whistle, like Oklahoma players doing dirty shit. But I know. Than- Did you see that guy throw? Dude, he threw a punch in that end zone. I don't know if you saw that or not, but I totally saw that guy swing. <laughs> I definitely. I, I no, I didn't see that either. I did. Right, I look back at it. <laughs> As a true West Virginia fan, she see everything. That's right, like a hawk. <laughs> what happens after that, though? Like, well, I mean, now for West Virginia football, like they go to a bowl game or is it the playoffs or what? Well, there's no playoffs, but we might. Get, well, we'll probably get a bowl bid. There is but... playoffs, right? Um, hmm. There, there's playoffs for the top four teams, but we're not. We're not one of the top four teams. Definitely not. Oklahoma oh. still has a shot. A shot in hell, but a shot. Yeah. But we don't. Uh, oh, the hell up. It's not like uh, basketball. It's not like a tournament. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. No, ah. it's just the top four teams that go, you know, into the, it's sort of like a tournament, but not really. That's it's true. a, it's a kind of like, I don't know. It's different. I, I feel like you probably couldn't do that with football anyway. Do a tournament like that. Cause you couldn't go. Cause that would take, you would have it would to take have, forever. Yeah. It would take forever. Cause you would have to at least wait a week. To for every team to play, just put sixteen teams though, or a short amount of teams. That's more money for the NCAA. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like a businessman. You know what I mean? We they talked yeah. about doing it, but you can't do it with that many teams. You couldn't do it yeah, with yeah. like the way you do it in basketball. Sixteen would be. I think sixteen would be doable. I think eight would be doable. I think eight could work. Eight, yeah, eight, eight is more possible than sixteen. Mm-hmm. But that, I don't. That'd know. be crazy though if they did that. I don't mm-hmm. know if I would watch it. Right, because, I mean, well, I can, it just depends on how they do it. But I guess eh, football and basketball are two different things. You know what I mean? It works for basketball, not so much with football. You're listening to The Final Forecast. Get involved and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Final Forecast. Speaking of basketball. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? Because me me and John, all right, so I don't know if you were trolling me because I don't never know when John is being serious or not. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I wrote on my Twitter one day. I was like, I like see, I like seeing uh, my boy Sags be aggressive under the basket. I feel like he's at the – he's the team is at their best when he's doing that, when he's at the low post. And John was like, I don't know. I like Sags shooting threes. And he started a whole uproar in the in the Twitter community. Shout out to my man Sags, five from eight, five for eight from three. You been nice. working with him? Nah, he's been working on his own. He always right. could shoot. He always could shoot like mid range. He just stepped it out a little bit. Yeah, nah, he's shooting way better this year. I mean, what? It's only four games. I'm not gonna speak too soon, but five for eight. I don't even think I ever did that. Have you? Yeah, I don't think you? I ever did that either. <laughs> I don't think I had enough guts to say eight threes, first of all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, that's a lot of, now that I think about it, that's a lot of threes, bro. Mm-hmm. For center. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of threes. But if you if you making them, then it is what it is. Three or four. I didn't see the game. You saw the game? I seen the first half of it because I was like, I know eventually they were going to win. So I was like. <laughs> I mean, it looked, I mean, the score looked kind of close. Like, was they, was they blowing them out? No, they were they were winning by three at halftime, but you know how you could kind of tell like it's gonna be a good game until they start pulling away. So can't tell with this team here, but I'm I'll be. It's 
a lot of people have been asking me, like, what's wrong with this team? How you talk to this team? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and I'm, like, telling people, I'm, like, you got to you gotta understand, like, the guards are young. It's different when you have young big men because they don't control the ball all the time. They'll get it in the post. They'll get off offensive rebounds. When you have young guards who have uh-huh. the ball in their hand the whole time. Beetle's not young. Okay, Beetle's hurt. Beetle hasn't played the last two games. Shout out to my man, Allen Iverson, a.k.a. Beetle Bolden. He can't stay. He stay hurt, bro. Yeah, he just can't stay healthy, bro. That's that's my bro too. And he and he works hard. And he, you can tell, he wants to be out on the court. It's just he's just like injury prone, you know, for whatever reason. That's that's little AI, yo. Like he really reminds me of Allen Iverson, bro. Just because of like his mentality, like how hard he plays, and like his athleticism. He got the athleticism. He drive hard to the basket, like AI. You know what I'm saying? Play hard. <laughs> gotta say, dog. You don't mind. I didn't say nothing. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he stay hurt like AI. Ash, what do you think? I don't know. I'm starting to think that man. It's. I think it's pretty obvious now how much Javon did for that team. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy to it's watch true. them play without him, you know? And it's interesting because when we spoke with him, I don't know if you guys remember or not, but he was talking about how he felt like some of the other players didn't have as much drive. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just, you know, working hard at your craft and go out there and giving it your all. And now it's like kind of obvious, you know what I mean? Like, come on, let's, you know, pull together here and and, and do your job. You know, it, I don't know. I have hope. I have hope that they're going to be able to get it together, but um, we'll see. You said it's obvious. I think it's obvious. I think it's obvious that, you know, without and, and me, I don't know, maybe it's because he was such a good leader and he got everybody amped up to go out there and give it their all. And now maybe they don't have that leadership anymore. I don't know, because I don't know, you know, anybody else on that team. So uh, it's kind of hard for me to say. As you saying, it's obvious that people are in the gym working on their craft. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, you know, maybe they're, I'm saying in comparison to Javon (laughs) Carter, in comparison to Javon Carter, maybe the drive isn't there Mm -hmm. as much as it was in him, you know, to get out there and give it the all, you know? Hugs said the exact same thing. Like, it's, like he said that in a press conference I watched, he was like, you could tell, like, who's not in Germany, who's not working on the game and stuff like that. So I was just wondering if it was obvious to you. Yeah. I mean, I think so, but I mean, I'm also not a basketball analyst or anything like that. I'm just watching the game, you know. Who but do you think, who do you think's not in the gym by looking at the game? Mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna call somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I can't tell. I mean, I can't tell if they're not in the gym or if they just, you know, get out there and you know aren't, aren't given a hundred percent. It's all extenuating circumstances. I don't know them personally, so. I agree with you, Ashley, from like a leadership standpoint. I think it's different. I don't think it's necessarily people not being in the gym. I think it's, there's a lot of guys on the team who don't know what their roles are as of yet. There's no defined roles on the team. Even after five games, you figure there might be by now, but everybody, it seems like everybody's kind of just floating. And it's, I don't think it's more of, I don't think it's like a coaching thing. I think it's just like players figuring out what they have to do to help the team win. And I think everybody feels like they have to score or 
the the press Virginia thing is not there this year because I feel like everybody feels they need to score in order to help the team win. There's nobody taking it personal on defense. There's nobody really, you know, step really stepping up on that side of the ball, you know, besides Sags with his blocks and everything. But mm-hmm. and Beetle. But um, on that side of the ball, and I think that's what set them set them apart the last couple of years because that's where it all started was the defense, and then everything else came with that. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you think like basically everybody's trying to like be the man or try to prove themselves more than not be the man, but yeah, prove themselves. Not be the man, but prove themselves. Like you know what I mean. And, and I think they're going. I think some some guys are going about it the wrong way, and some some guys don't know how to go about. Cause trying Chase, to find their niche. I see Chase is playing a lot. Chase is playing well. Chase has been playing very well. Yeah, that that surprised me. I ain't gonna lie. You think so? I seen Chase this summer, and that doesn't really surprise me. He's been working hard. He's, he's older now. He's definitely in the gym. He's definitely yeah. older, but he's not the most. He knows he's not more talented than some of the other guys on the roster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's why it kind of surprised me. I thought that you know what I'm saying someone would come up and just play over him, which yeah. is like, it's kind of like what happened with me and Ebanks. Like, I was up next, and then Ebanks came, and he just took my <laughs> me. So I thought that was going to happen, but Chase definitely works hard. He definitely earned where he is now, you know what I'm saying? So congrats and to I him. Think, yeah, definitely congrats to Chase. And I think it's more Chase is older now, so he kind of, he he knows what he needs to do to, to go out on the court and be successful, where it's a it's a young team, so a lot of guys, they don't they don't know how to be successful yet, and that and that comes with time and experience. I feel like. Yeah. So I mean, basically, with this team, is gonna have to have a lot of patience. Not only are they young, we got a lot of new faces that don't know what the hell is going on yet. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's only gonna come with experience in the game. And exactly. Shout out to Joel McKay, man. He I seen some just flashes of him like that just like you got see me. it. Yeah, yeah it's coming. You, you know when he gets settled in, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good for sure. And he's another kid that's in the gym all the time that I, I constantly see in the gym, always working hard. So I know eventually he's gonna get it. And yeah. uh, Drew, I see flashes of Drew too. Yeah, he, he's gonna be straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, they made us. They made us stay in the. Um, you remember? Uh, cause my freshman year, your sophomore year. We were allowed to like the night before home games. We were allowed to stay at home. Oh yeah, but, y'all doing that? <laughs> yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. But a couple of us were not before the games, and we had to stay in the hotel. We had to stay in a Morgantown hotel. Was it Morgan? No, Waterfront. It was a Waterfront hotel after my after my freshman year because he he didn't want anybody like going out the night before games. I don't blame him. I wouldn't either. That's irresponsible, boys. You shouldn't be out partying well, we want and have a game now. the next day. Them, yeah, some people play better when they go out. I can't even knock it. Yeah, like, come on. You, there's no, no way. There's no way. They do. Tell yeah. me. I've seen people come, go out, get drunk, and fucked up the night before, and then come in the game and kill. I, I don't know, know how to do it. Yeah, it's a, it's a special type of person. I couldn't do it, but I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't do it, but... There's no way going out there sweating. Oh my God, the feeling of a hangover and having to play like your best. No way. There's no way. I don't care what you do. It could be freaking table tennis, like ping pong. I mean, there's no way. Smelling like a damn brewery. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but nah, that, yeah, KJ squad is ruined that. My freshman year, we were allowed, we didn't have, we could have stayed home. We stayed home before my sophomore year. I think we stayed home, and then KJ, whoever came in with KJ, ruined that. So we had babysitters sitting outside our house, making sure we didn't leave. So none, of, so none of the upperclassmen had nothing to do with that. It was just my class. Exactly. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I just wanted to get that straight. It really, though, you know who the hell? Oh, oh, uh. Yeah, he came uh, in. With I didn't say anything, John. <laughs> Basically, it was just the people y'all came in. With, so. Irresponsible anyway. kids. They couldn't hold down the household, so we had we literally had managers sitting outside our house to see if we left the house. We really there. did. We had. To- <laughs> oh my gosh! It was that bad. What led to us going to the hotel was. Managers sitting outside the house didn't even stop them from <laughs> yeah, <out>. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going Cause, out. Because what are you really gonna what are you really gonna do? You're not really going you can't really stop us, like do anything. My thing is though, like, was it that serious that you needed to go out? Like No, it's stuff. never that serious, but you young, like this is your first time, this is your first year away from your parents, like you just and it's not like we and it's we didn't do it all the time. We did it like once or twice. And huh? Did you put? I know you didn't participate. I went you once. Did you really? Yeah, but I didn't drink. At that point, I, I wasn't drinking. At that point, it wasn't. I did not. Damn. <laughs> I went once. That's crazy. You, you wouldn't go out with me in Vegas. That's. that's John, you bring us that one more time. That's because you would peer pressure him. That's why. He was able to go out and not drink, not go out and get into all kinds of trouble. John makes me do stuff when we go out that I don't want to do stuff. (laughs) Peer pressure. Peer pressure. He's a manipulator. John's a manipulator. He's one of those. Yeah. What's crazy is I was smart enough to make house calls on game nights. Just just in source. You know what I mean? You don't have to go so in. That's what you were doing, huh? Go, yo, pick me up some Outback, come through, hit him side, got game tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> making, home, making house calls? I feel you. I didn't have it like that at that point, so it, it must be nice. Oh, yeah. What, um, what's the stuff with uh, you and um, hunting? You saying you don't understand people who hunt or something like that? Well, what's, what's crazy? I mean, all right. So here, here I am with this, on my thoughts on this, on hunting. This mm-hmm. trophy hunting is what I don't understand. I think okay. everyone should know how to hunt, though. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a survival skill, right? So, like, as, if the apocalypse the apocalypse comes, you got to learn how to feed ourselves, put clothes on our et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What I don't understand is how people go out here and do it as, like, a sport, like, and do it for trophies and hunt innocent, harmless, dull-eyed, leaf-eating deers. You know what I mean? Yeah, you think it's more of a survival thing than a sport. Is that what you're saying? Defenseless deers and just pose with them, take pictures. and Like they they accomplish something like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 
they had no chance to fight back or anything <laughs> like that. So it's like you did. What did you really do? But like you kind of like you snuck them. Like yeah, like I don't get it. Like I just don't understand. Like is it? And they may look like they're killing it for sport, but they're probably also eating that animal. So is that wrong? No, that that's not wrong. The part of eating okay. the animal. No, they definitely need to. You know what I'm saying? You can eat the animal, but you don't have to appreciate that that animal had a life. Like it had kids and it had aunts and uncles and all types of it had a, you know what I mean? Like it was a living mm-hmm. thing. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree because I don't, I mean, I don't, I would never hurt an animal. I would never kill an animal. I wouldn't be able to do it. But I don't think that it's not right for someone else to have that right to be able to do it either. Is hunt, does hunting take like a skill? Like, is it like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, yes, for some people it does. My, uh, my dad actually used to hunt when I was younger and tracking an animal and like, there's a lot that goes into it, especially depending on what type of animal you're hunting. Um, but yes, not for all people. Some people just like to kill animals and, you know, do it the easy way. But yes, there is a sport to it. Just like Native Americans used to track animals and everything else, you know, to be able to hunt them. It's not as easy as it sounds. It's not like you just go out there and, oh, there's a deer. I'm going to shoot it. It doesn't work like that. You can. I, there was plenty of deer in my backyard going up. I could have just took a hand. But that's the other point. They're very overpopulated. If it weren't for hunters, they would be taking over like crazy isn't there like certain seasons where you can hunt and you can't yes it's yeah. like a time why why is that why is it like a certain time you can do it and you can't you know What's i think it's because that? i think it has something to do with like the maturity thing uh like w- whenever the animals mate and then they have their babies in the spring by the time fall rolls rolls around they're now grown essentially and that's the best time i guess i don't know mm. honestly I'm, so, I'm just guessing well, uh, but. <laughs> but yeah there's hunting seasons for everything there's you know i mean turkey deer what squirrel i mean you name it then there's big game hunting like where people are hunting rhinoceroses and rhinoceros and uh elephants and all types of other shit it's just now that's sad yeah that's sad i can't because you're not going to eat that animal that's just that's for sport and that's sick what i what i could appreciate is if they went out here and used like their hands, like a knife or, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. And that, that takes effort. You know what I mean? Right. Not just loading a gun and shooting. It definitely is. I killed this with my bare hands. Yeah. I'll take a picture with that. I didn't sneak up on something and shoot it while it was drinking from the fucking brook. <laughs> I, I agree. You know what I'm saying? So I, we, we got to talk to a hunter, man, but. Yeah, we should have a hunter in one time and explain it because maybe there's parts about it that we don't see or we don't understand and we and it makes it look like it's just I've been hunting with my dad before and it's dude, I would sit out there for hours, hours and hours like and I came back with nothing. I wasn't going to shoot anything anyway, but that's not the point. It it can be difficult if you do it the right way. I mean, you're out there walking trekking through the woods for miles you know Mm. looking at tracks trying to find the animals i mean there's a lot that goes into it you gotta find like camouflage and stuff too right yeah you gotta blend in yep exactly and some animals are more difficult than others to track too so you know just depends on how you do it some people ride though they ride their atvs and they don't really have to put any effort in you know what i mean Mm. so just depends uh, whether like they got you gotta outsmart the deer 
But see, that's, <laughs> you, laugh, you laugh, though, but even, e- dude, even you stepping on a leaf makes a deer perk up and run. Like, you have to be yeah. so quiet, so quiet. Yeah, that would be hard. Mm-hmm. No, it's not like you're going to run after and catch it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what, you've got to. What wouldn't make a deer run is if we weren't hunting them. <laughs> you wouldn't have to sneak up on it. You could just grab it, take it where the fuck you want to cook it, and then cook the motherfucker. Like you would never be able to catch a deer with your bare hands. There's no way. Play basketball. Deers are strong, aren't they? No? <laughs> They're very are strong. Super strong. Did you basketball. see what they be doing to cars when you hit them? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't about to run up on no deer with your bare hands. No, <laughs> especially considering that the bucks are the trophy deer. Those are the ones that people are after, and those antlers are sharp, and they will attack you. Goodness. I play basketball in uh, Nara, Japan, and there's like a like the deer there are just held to a high like they're like a godly animal. So we like there's like a deer part where like you can feed the deer and there's a bunch of temples and stuff like that like all around the city of Nara. So why do why do their deer interact differently with those people over there than they do with people in America? Oh, it's because we're hunting them. No, we're not making them sacred and feeding them. You know what I mean? We're we're attacking them. That's why. So if you want to, if your if your argument is, yeah, I hunt deer to eat them. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you just treat them better? <laughs> like, why why don't you, why wouldn't you just? You know what I mean? Like, we definitely need to have a uh, somebody who's a hunter in here to explain like further, because there's probably other stuff that we don't know, which is why. The reason they hunt as well. Britt goes hunting. Yeah. Britt, why do people hunt to feed their families? There's Britt, the answer. Simple as that. Britt goes hunting. Britt has shot stuff before. Wow. Yo, Britt is right? a of all trades, bro. You shot stuff before, right? Oh, she's tried. She's tried to shoot stuff before. I'm putting. It's not it easy. It's not easy. I mean. No, I'm saying she's. Lying. She's shot oh. stuff before. She's she don't want to catch a case. <laughs> We're not talking yeah. hunting rifles. We're talking yeah, like yeah, yeah. nine millimeters. She really does she really does everything. She like fixes cars. She fixes stuff around the house. Good for her. I'm really a house husband. It's fine. Hold on, yes. so they- Interrupted our podcast and said that we're almost at 10,000 downloads or something like that. So mm-hmm. thank you to everybody, all the, the people that downloaded and are listening to us, especially listening to me. You know what I mean? Because I'm a, you know. Thanks to everybody who listened to us despite John. <laughs> Don't forget to tell a friend, download our, download our podcast, Spotify, iTunes, well, Google us, Play. Give us your honest reviews, please. So far, we only got uh, positive reviews. God forbid. No, everyone. John's God waiting for the negativity. Likes. God forbid everybody likes our podcast. That's how much you pay, Ash. They <laughs> <laughs> talk more and how Deshaun interrupts me while I'm trying to speak. 